I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, let's get this started. Welcome to another episode of See You Next Wednesday. I'm Dan Gorman, and I didn't want to have to do this, but I'm going to pull rank on you. I'm with the mattress police. There are no tags on these mattresses. (laughs) Uh, I'm Casey Lyons, and I mostly come at night. Mostly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Greg, and I'm mad at my coffee cup. Oh, Oh, Tim Morton. Too tall. They are. They're, They're way too, too big. New Tim. I haven't gone to Tim Hortons since I quit smoking. This is my first Tim Hortons, and they changed the fucking extra large cup. Mm-hmm. And you can't hold it, you know, balanced between your thumb and your thumb pinky. Your finger, no, yeah. it's too hot because it's super. They've made it tall and thinner. Yeah, and now it's this thin thing I can hold that burns my hands. Yeah, yeah. stupid. It's fucking. It's, I don't it's like ruining it. my day. <laughs> it's ruining my life. Yeah, just listening to you talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we got uh, the usual gang of things to talk about film roulette i got an album review we're gonna do a hero swap at the end um first i'm gonna mention off the top i went to the bluer cinema last night and saw a movie called the imposter it's a documentary brand new from this year and uh the plot is it centers around a young frenchman who convinces a grieving texas family that he is their 16 year old son who went missing three years oh, prior yes you guys have heard about this i have heard about totally. that yeah I went and saw it last night. It's pretty awesome. Really? It's a fucking crazy story. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's like just the side of six degrees of separation. Yeah, and it, and, and it, it's really well done. Awesome, uh, awesome cinematogra- cinematography and everything. And th- the most interesting thing about it is it kind of blends fiction filmmaking style of cinema and documentary. Like, there's a lot of talking heads and interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, But also, like... R- kind of television style reenactments kind of but done really, really well done yeah, really really say, well like all blended together no not at all it looks awesome yeah um it's crazy this you wouldn't even believe like it's the kind of story they were saying uh the director was there and he was saying people are asking us why didn't we make this as a a fiction film about like like a biopic or like a like just adapt it into mm-hmm. a uh, a film and he said because if we did that you, you wouldn't believe that it's real and it's kind of true like you can't believe that this family takes his kid in uh-huh. and believe it like they believe that he's their son okay, well, and, i guess if you want to bad yeah enough, exactly yeah. it's crazy and uh, so much so like armin tamzarian <laughs> yeah <laughs> so much yeah. like it. well that's how i met my parents <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I asked. I, the, when the director was taking Q&A, I stood up and I was like, Simpsons did this first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, excuse me. I don't me. mean to burst your bubble, but <laughs> Simpsons already did this. <laughs> no, it's really good, and uh, everyone should check it out if you get the chance. Mm-hmm. Well, I will then. All right. Not yeah. me. Well, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sounds a little high-minded for my taste. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any jetpacks in it? <laughs> I'm not watching without a jetpack. Um... Okay, then, <laughs> he uh, doesn't look like our son, but he has a jetpack. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, grown up. <laughs> I love my new jetpack son. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a Heather's? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, and then I guess we were also going to talk about. I saw uh, on the, in the news in the film news the other day that they're remaking Uptown Saturday Night, mm-hmm. Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby picture. Yeah. From mm. the seventies that I think is really funny. It is really funny. I've um, never seen it. Bill Cosby and you should see it. Bill Cosby in that movie. It's, it's like one of the rare good Bill Cosby oh, movies. Like right. amazing better than Leonard Part Six. <laughs> but not as good as Ghost Dad. No, no. Well what is? <laughs> Those groundbreaking effects. <laughs> how did he go through the rug? <laughs> <laughs> and how is he both a ghost? And their dad. <laughs> he's, quite, he's juggling those two things very well. Um, I don't know. Adam McKay's involved, which yeah. is nice, because I would like him to make more funny things. Yeah, but it's, I don't it's know. It's Will Smith Will Smith and, and, and Denzel, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Well, no. he's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, no question. I, I want to say no to it. No, like, that's not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, has, he, has Denzel Washington ever done a comedy? Yeah, he did uh, Heart Condition, oh, with, heart Bob condition with Bob Hoskins. Oh, Heart Condition with Bob Hoskins, yeah. I actually used to really like that movie. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. And it has that Bonnie Raitt song in it, that fucking, have a heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I, uh, it's awful. It was on uh, uh, M-Pix On Demand or whatever. Oh, or What's the other one? What's the, M- is M-Pix the old school? M-Pix oh, is know. the one that plays the old stuff. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I watched it on there, and it's just... Uh, it's just awful? Yeah, it's no heart and souls, I tell you. Yeah. With, <laughs> yeah. Uh, From with, the director of Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, Ron Underwood. I, I actually, I really like that movie I when like I was a kid, too, because okay. fucking Robert Downey Jr. is great, and, and yeah, yeah. for some reason, I've always just been very comforted by Alfre Woodard. <laughs> <laughs> by her presence, I'm just very... Uh, I'm comforted by it. Um, yeah, yeah, but that got that got <laughs> us thinking about remakes. Yeah, and then I so I just noticed uh, right before we started recording that they've announced a Poltergeist remake. Yeah, produced by Sam good. Raimi. When yeah. I just don't see any, there's no need for that. I don't know why they're. Uh, I mean, I know why they're doing it because it's a recognizable name, and yeah. they'll have at least they can make a shitty movie, mm-hmm. and they'll have a big opening weekend, and th- and then yeah. it has no light, then yeah, it's over. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the point? You know, totally. Uh, and I don't see why you remake a movie like Poltergeist. It still holds up. The effects look good. It's still scary as shit. That guy ripping his face off in the bathroom. Is oh, my God. Amazing. Still, oh, just disturbs me. Yeah. So crazy. Um, now, what do you guys think? Do you think Toby Hooper directed that movie on his own? Or, or like everyone assumed that um, Spielberg stepped so in? There's so much. There's yeah. so much. It Spielberg feels it. very Spielberg. Yeah. And, and, feels, and feels very little like a, a Toby Hooper movie. Yeah, but I mean, Toby Hooper's films really... They went all over the place. Like Life Force doesn't feel anything, anything like at all. Texas right. Chainsaw. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think I think he had like guidance. He probably yeah, looked I up think to he Spielberg. Was on... Spielberg was this is what 1984. Yeah. yeah. So Spielberg's all 82, fucking 82. I think 82. Yeah. So Spielberg's just like Raiders, Jaws, yeah. and Close Encounters. He's like fucking balls deep, amazing. You know? yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. that guy. No, all he did was make the make best movie ever, ever every yeah. time he made right. a movie. Right. So you know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think. I don't know if if I would say that Spielberg 
took most control, but I, I mean, he was definitely his hands are in on that picture. No matter well, how, like yeah, no yeah. matter what, I he mean, was like involved. look at the setting too. Like like uh, suburban America, like in that time, just looked like a Spielberg movie. You know, it's true. Like, you know, like he was the master of shooting that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 80s childhood is a Spielberg movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I, I think it, it probably comes close to being like, maybe they should have both been credited. Because I think there's enough. I think mm-hmm. from what I've heard, he, he helped him enough like that. Like I don't director, know. Yeah. yeah, like that maybe it was approaching that level. But I yeah. wouldn't but say I mean, that he it, took uh, like the majority of the control from what I've heard. The stories. Yeah. I don't know. And the script is what the script is. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's followed. Uh, the script makes it that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, All right, so what, what are some more uh, remakes? I'm trying to think. Well, uh, coming out. Yeah, there, there's a couple of TV show remakes that I find are one unnecessary and one that's just really making me angry because I, I kind of would like to see oh, it. Movies based. Yeah, on yeah. TV they're shows. making the first one is they're making uh, the Rockford Files. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is a great show. It was Magnum PI before Magnum PI. Yeah. Uh, James Garner is badass on it. And but that that show was all James Garner. Oh, entirely. It's you based know, on like, his charm, and yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. And they've, so they've got Vince Vaughn playing Jim Rockford. I don't get that. Uh, I get it. As far as he's like, yeah, laid back detective. Okay, then, sorry, I don't lives like in it. a beach house. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Either. It's, it's lazy. Yeah, it seems like. I, and, and I don't know who, what young. There's no, no one like yeah. I, barely anyone Seriously. our age knows who the fuck. Jim Rockford is from yeah. the Rockford Files. And if they do know it, they just kind of vaguely remember their, maybe their parents watching it or something. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast with uh, Doug Benson, and he he made a good point where he was like, why do they even need to use the name The Rockford Files? Like, mm-hmm. why don't they just make it a movie similar in story yeah. mm-hmm. and don't use the character? Because it's not going to pull in that many people no. like, like on virtue no, of, but its, it'll of pay, its... It'll pull in more. Using the name won't detract some people no. from seeing it, and it will bring other people who are big fans of the show uh, only to find out that yeah, it probably it, has very little to do yeah, with the actual show. Totally. Um, the other one, and this one really irritates me because I think there's a lot of potential in it is they're making a movie out of uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Yeah. Which is the old yeah. Darren McGavin thing. Yeah, and you he know. did like the the really weird like supernatural kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? It, was, like, it was the... Werewolves was, or something. Uh, and, yeah, it was and a, basically shit. the... it was Well, it was the specific inspiration for Chris Carter for the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, they have a character on the X-Files called Kolchak, don't they? Uh, Krychek. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I um, I watched the first couple episodes of that because it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's cool. Awesome. Yeah. But it's all Darren. It's, it's another show that it's all about Darren McGavin because yeah. his performance as Kolchak is just so weird and awesome because he's uh-huh. a really funny guy and he's like, I don't know, just so disheveled and he's not really a hero. He just he does a lot of screaming and running from the problem. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's so fantastic. And they made TV movies too. There were like yeah. two night soccer movies. So they're making that into a movie, and but it's Johnny Depp playing him. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, and it, it is. And of course to, it is. Yeah, you know, I who's directing Tim Burton? That's no, no, it's it's yeah. not actually Tim Burton. I think actually somebody of uh, some worth is directing T- it. Is it Timur Bukitgustars? Oh, the uh, Wanted guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> why? Why do you think that? Can you? Well, uh, because he's sort of uh, uh, he was sort of a protege of uh, of Tim Burton's. Was he not uh, that guy? I think he. I think he produced the animated one or something of his or. Maybe yeah. Oh, I mean, you might you might be right. Yeah, I think he has something to do with, uh, or I may be thinking of somebody else with a, a name I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, if you if you if you have a chance, watch the old uh, Night Stalker TV show or one of the movies 
or, or just look up Darren McGavin, and you'll everyone's seen him. If you've seen Billy Madison, he's Billy Madison's dad, or uh, he's been in a ton of shit. He was a great actor. He died uh, a few years back. Um, but Don, Johnny Depp's just not the right guy to do this. He's not funny. He, he's, I, I guess, he's good at characters. But I'm just, I'm sick of Johnny Depp. Not, I, we, I was saying this to you yesterday. Uh, I'm sick of him playing these, you know, huge, broad characters that are all yeah, wacky. Yeah. yeah, Like, if you want to be a good, play a guy with a fucking job. Be, yeah. Just be, be a person in a movie. That that's not easy to do. Like, make me believe that you're a human being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, I was I was when we were talking about this yesterday. Like, it's like Johnny Depp has this one broad character, mm. like that has a, a slight spectrum. Um, so he's always playing this one broad character, but yeah, he does the, he does the weirdo. Thing yeah, yeah, you know, just it's like a weirdo. Sometimes he's a British weirdo. Who yeah, yeah. Some, sort sometimes of sounds he, yeah. like sometimes uh, he's a vampire Petrus. weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like like sometimes he's playing Michael Jackson, which is startlingly similar to, to all the rest yeah, of yeah. his. Yeah. His best work was like Donnie Brasco, Ed yeah. Wood. Dead Man. You know, like, oh, yeah, where Jesus. he played a fucking god. Yeah, yeah. Like where he just acts. Yeah, not. but now I mean, I guess he can't be. He's not even a guy anymore. We we're talking about this yesterday with his weird accent he's adopted. Now. Oh, yeah. oh, I love this. We we came upon something really amazing. Like that. Like in in interviews, like he has this sort of like strange um, formality to the way he talks, and it almost sounds like his own accent. We figured out it's because he owns an island, and that's the accent indigenous oh. to his island. This is how you speak on Johnny Depp Island. Yeah. Johnny Deppopolis. <laughs> I think it's called. <laughs> uh, it looks. I, I'm seeing Edgar Wright's name come up. Yeah, a lot. that's what it is. Yeah. Is that Edgar right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's good. Okay. But is he, about is he is he doing the script as well? It doesn't say. Yeah, it's it's you know I don't know it. I, I just uh, I'm just irritated with the whole thing because I really really love that show and I'm a huge fan of Darren McGavin. So I don't know. Fucking remakes. Yeah. yeah. No. Fucking remakes. <laughs> that's a good note to end it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, then I guess it's time for film roulette. It is. Yay! Hooray! Pause for song. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> film roulette is our weekly uh, segment where we take. Two movies, and we each roll the die, and the two high rollers get to go see the good movie. The low roller has to go see the bad movie, but the low roller gets to give a punishment album for the other two to listen to all week. So that's the segment. That's the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, we rolled for the five-year engagement and the Raven, Yeah, and I lost for the Raven. Uh, Finally, but, but uh, yeah, I lost once before. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. Although, oh, okay, I'll get anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil what I thought of the reason. But <laughs> first, uh, we're going to get to you guys. You're going to talk about the five year engagement. Yeah, the, uh, Nicholas Stoller, Judd Apatow, uh, Emily Blunt, Jason Segel joint. Yep. Hold <laughs> uh. <laughs> well on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, uh, this movie was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was so intensely likable from start to finish. Um, they don't just make you know romantic comedies or like I don't even know that I would uh, that I would classify this or uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall as romantic no, comedies. No, they're just comedies they're with just a comedies romantic with background romance yeah, in yeah. them. But like they're 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 sort of episodic. Like mm-hmm. like it's not. Uh, 
it's not just this sort of formulaic, this happens, this happens, and then, uh-oh, this happens, but then this happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah, I like that you can follow all that just by the inflection of yeah. your voice. <laughs> but then this happens. Aw. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it, it, it was great. Um, I will say, not as good as Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, no. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like it's sort of like the... the Slightly more mature Sarah Marshall, yeah, you know? yeah, like absolutely. It, it it doesn't have like a wacky Russell Brand character in it or no. something like that to, to I don't know to, to stretch the story and but you know, even a bit, that but even even that that's another thing I loved about Forgetting Sarah Marshall was that even Russell Brand's character um, in that movie was sort of like broad and and yeah. uh, you know like oh, overly awesome. sexual and shit. But they they really humanize him too. Like when they're when they're out on the surfboards and they're talking. And he's like, oh, yeah, it has that this sort of, uh, like, he's talking about his music. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they really kind of, like, flesh out that character and give yeah. him mm-hmm. a human edge as well. Well, Siegel's a really, really good writer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. For like, sure. Um, and the supporting cast in uh, Five Year Engagement is fucking fantastic. So great. And, uh, and like, faces Brian that Posehn, I always love seeing. Yeah, Brian David Pamer. I had David no Pamer. idea David Pamer was in it, and I'd love oh, that shit. guy. I didn't oh, know yeah. That. He, he's great. He's great at anything. Like, yeah. he's just so likable. And Chris uh, Parnell is great in it. Chris Parnell is great. Chris Pratt Chris is hilarious. Pratt. Chris Pratt, yeah. This is probably, funny. like, breakout movie for him. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Yeah, he's, he's great. Really uh, funny. Allison Brie. I didn't even know she was in it. Yeah, I know because yeah. I saw she was tweeting about it on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, she's in that." And then I saw the trailer, and she's in it for like one mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's yeah. A, she does a, as consistent in it as uh, Chris Pratt is. Yeah, she nice. does a flawless British accent. Yeah, and is hilarious. How, she how is, is so, Emily she Blunt? She has one scene. Emily Blunt was awesome. Uh, yeah, Emily Blunt. She's. It's hard to not like her as yeah. well. Okay. Uh, but she. You really buy that there's something special about their relationship. Yeah, totally. Um, uh, it's the way they interact. There's just something really nice about uh, mm-hmm. uh, about their chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Kevin Hart was really funny in it. Too. Oh man, I like honestly. Uh, I was saying to Greg after we saw it. Uh, I might go see that that Steve Harvey movie now, <laughs> just because of Kevin Hart, because that guy's fucking hilarious. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that's bold. Uh. I, I, know, I, know. I, I will not see that movie no, for no. Kevin Hart. I'm probably being hyperbolic. Yeah. If it's on in the afternoon and I have a hangover, uh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll skip. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, um, it's a really good movie. Uh, thumbs up from both of you. Delightful date movie. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? I liked that it was a rom- like it, it is going to fall into the category of romantic comedy, but I did like that it was a romantic comedy that was kind of fun and romantic. And if you go to it on a date, you're reminded why it's nice to be in a relationship, as opposed to when like a lot of the current romantic comedies are a little too ultra real and about how the fights work and the yeah. dysfunction of relationships. Right. And then you leave the movie. <laughs> And you have a fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, I'm sick of it. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, movie. Yeah, yeah. You fucking piece of shit. You cost seventeen dollars. Now I gotta sleep on the couch. <laughs> That's like fuck uh, you, Steve Carell. <laughs> It's like I'm the, starting to worry about your relationship. Yeah, seriously. Are everything all right? No, everything's just, fine. Just turned into an intervention. We, 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 we really got to get. We, we might. We might pause to hug yeah. Greg. Uh, that's true. Like that reminds me of the uh, the breakup with. Uh, yeah, oh, that yeah, is a yeah. fucking Which terrible was, date movie. Was, was like yeah, advertised as a date kind of movie. But you go and it is. It is. I, like I don't. I don't hate that movie. I think it's actually a pretty good movie for what it is. Movie, yeah, 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 I yeah, actually it's, quite it's like it. But it is. If I went on that. With on a date, or if I went to see that movie with 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 a loved one, 
um, I would be so awkward because the whole movie is just them getting into ultra realistic, sometimes yeah. funny, but usually not fights. And you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. awkward. And yeah, then no. it doesn't resolve happily. No, and, and, but mm-hmm. that's that's what I love. Spoiler alert! That's why I love that movie. That's yeah. Why, um, the the message of that movie is that sometimes movie love doesn't work out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's why I think that that movie uh, is is a little overlooked. I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. it's great, but I th- I kind of give it props for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. Now, Mark Riley and I had a long talk about that. Just the 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 two real. Yeah. relationship movie that's you know tricks you into thinking you know hey have an escape from your you know job or whatever and come see this movie and yeah well, think what, about like, love but hey examples. guess what give me well that's a good one the breakup's probably the best example right. um i don't know i've had a lot of coffee and now i can't think of other okay. ones right? <laughs> but there you know it, it has been you know in trying to make things real and, i heard know, uh, i heard f- i heard some people that went to see blue valentine Went, oh, yeah, I went thinking it was like because because like it, it's not advertised as a date movie, but a lot of people treated it as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then you are like, oh god. Yeah. Well, I went and saw it. Uh, I went and saw it with you and Athena. Yeah, I went and saw it with Greg for the Lister with Greg and his girlfriend. Um, months after I got separated, months <laughs> uh, after I was separated, and and uh, yeah, good lord, that was not the the right time to see that movie. No, uh, and it, it may have damaged me in some in some way, but. Uh, uh, so five year engagement. Mm. I gotta go see it now. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. do. It's so and worth it's it. It's a fine date movie. <laughs> yeah, yes, it really is. <laughs> Disclaimer: You can take a date to this movie. <laughs> yeah. mm. Um. All right. Well, this morning. Tell us about the Raven. This morning, I got up at uh at about nine o'clock to go see the ten forty five a.m. <laughs> showing of the Raven. <laughs> Surprisingly busy. It, I, it wasn't. Really? It, it was, wasn't I... dead, but it was huh. a lot of people. Yeah. Um. This is the thriller from the director of uh, V for Vendetta, as we said last week, uh, starring John Cusack as Edgar Allan Poe, who gets wrapped up in this serial killer who's killing, uh, killing based off of his his poems, basically. Right. So there's there's like a pit in the pendulum scene where they're like, "This is from the you're like." Yeah, I saw that in the, n- in yeah. the uh, 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 trailer, and I heard. I read that uh, other than a raven flying around occasionally in the movie, it has nothing to do with the story. It the doesn't raven. really. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's that's absolutely true. Other than a, there, there's a, there's some some raven imagery used in the film, but it's not. It doesn't play in at all to the uh, to the plot. In so any the way. serial killer's not dubbed the raven. <laughs> no, or? no, 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 not at all. <laughs> all right, that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> He's actually based on the works of F. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Uh, this, <laughs> that's, that's weird. This is this is a really weird movie. Um, I will say that I feel like I've gotten off easy on these negative on my bad roles because yeah. Mirror Mirror was bad, but it wasn't excruciatingly so. And and same goes for the Raven. Um, it it looks good. It's very very well shot. Has like a gloomy tone to it that's pretty effective. It kind of reminded me of um, the Sherlock Holmes remake. In, uh, yeah, in, okay. In some ways, yeah, where they're trying that. to have like a fun thriller. This one's extremely violent though, so it's. Not in, in terms of tone, gory? yeah, it's it very like gory. It could be. Huh. Um, Sweet. Some some people, some of the older crowd in in the uh, in the theater were kind of gasping at a couple point, points. Um, it's serviceable throughout, but it's very uneven. It, it seems like a misfire to me because it it the the whole plot of the movie, like I was saying, it's it's a serial killer and he's copycatting from from uh, Poe's work, 
just feels like something I would want to read in a graphic novel, not see in a movie. It you know? sounds yeah, so right. much like a graphic novel, yeah, like see, in the vein of like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, and like shit I could like see yeah, yeah, like a graphic novel and me being like, read it over the weekend and be like, that's cool. They kind of twist it around Poe's work into like a new little story or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as far as the film goes, it's not doesn't really give it much depth or um, or or impact. And um, and John Cusack is really weird to see playing this kind of a character because he does that thing that he does that like yelling Cusack that you see in you guys, you guys saw the sure thing um, yeah, yeah. For, you know you know that scene where he's pacing back and yeah, forth yeah, on the yeah, pool yeah, and he's yeah, getting yeah. crazier and crazier yeah. he does that kind of like voice he does like the yell his Cusack yelling thing uh, you must yeah. chill yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and and then, but it's coming out of someone who's designed to look old timey Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> And and so it's not to say that his performance isn't good because I actually think he he's a he's a good actor. I yeah, like yeah, he's totally. one of my he's like I grew up watching his stuff, so maybe that's also why it was so weird to see him do this because I've seen him do other things so much. But yeah, I mean it it tries to be kind of modern in terms of of sense of humor. Like there's some little like there's some oh, little I fucking hate that. The, it's not terrible but there's little things about it where you're like this just doesn't feel right the whole movie kind of has a has that vibe where you're just like i could see somebody putting this on on the weekend because they don't want to use their brain and they watched it and they were like that was a movie anyway like moving (laughs) on kind of thing might as well have been a quantum leap episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly (laughs) i mean it it drags a little in the middle but yeah there's not i know like i'm I'm struggling to find a way to entertainingly talk about it because it's just very mediocre yeah just and it's just something that happened it's just something that happened to me this morning yeah (laughs) (laughs) after i woke up um which kind of sucks because i feel like the idea is like there's a seed of a good idea in that plot i don't yeah i mean there's something vaguely clever if you're and i mean if you're willing to to go with it you might find some fun with this movie but i just kind of thought it was kind of kind of ho-hum all the way through right. and i mean i don't know yeah there was moments where i was like oh maybe that's cool but overall pretty boring mm. not 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 heavy recommended for me at all how's the rest of the cast um the, pretty forgettable yeah. for the most part <laughs> the, the, there's a there's a love interest that i didn't really um care too much about i thought she was all right there was a couple parts i thought she was okay and then a couple other parts where i thought she was not so great right. i mean that was pretty much the the whole movie um hmm. in a nutshell yeah. <laughs> uh, never more yeah. yeah um so i don't know yeah if you if you're struggling for something to watch one weekend i don't know yeah put it on but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about as far as a as a recommendation i can put give it, it put that on the video box. <laughs> yeah, oh, dan yeah. says, sure. if you're struggling to find entertainment <laughs> D- dan gorman says <laughs> with eight h's yeah. <laughs> yeah so um before we get to my punishment album we'll talk about what me and casey had to listen to yeah yeah uh if, if you recall last week and if you didn't we'll uh We'll catch you up. We had to listen to the Batman soundtrack. What was yep. it? Nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Prince. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say off the top as as I usually do. I want to preface this. I haven't seen Batman in a long time. Yeah. I haven't seen the film since I was really young. Yeah. So this was 
br- like flashes of of memories of Batman, but for the most part, well, most of these songs rem- aren't really in the movie. I know. <laughs> I, this was this was my question because I most most of them I didn't really know. Like when they were playing, I was like, how, how did this fit in the movie? And, yeah, uh, yeah. A couple of, like I mean, they do the thing obviously where the song is just playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically just a, a a Prince album that they threw a Batman symbol on the cover of. <laughs> right, right. Although although all of the songs are inspired yeah. by right, uh, right. by Batman. Some of them with with literal <laughs> like Batman yeah. lyrics and yeah. some of them uh, um, uh, I guess I don't know uh, figuratively Batman yeah, yeah. I don't know um, I, I will say this this I'm always going to be comparing back to the Cranberries this was bad but this was bad but it wasn't it wasn't Cranberries bad I, uh, there was at least one or two songs that I grew to enjoy in some <laughs> in some way was one of them Bat Dance no <laughs> see I I like Go. Sorry. Sorry, go on. Uh, I, I want to preface by saying I have always hated Prince. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate Prince. I think he's the most overrated, shitty songwriter. Uh, <laughs> like he's like it's almost like he writes a song in this sort of stream of consciousness. Whatever comes into his head, that's just how he sings the lyrics. And yeah. It's, and and it's I, bullshit. And I, it I, has I have to no... stop. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no uh, no prior opinion of Prince. I don't hate him, nor do I enjoy right. him uh, right. by by any sense of the word. But um, like you guys had mentioned, made mention. I think when we when we got it from Greg, you said like you used to listen to the shit out of some Bat Dance. Bat Dance. Yeah. So yeah. I was thinking, okay, Bat Dance is gonna be this like fun bat <laughs> song. But it was nothing like I it's thought it was fun gonna be. Bat song. Like I don't, like I don't know what I had in my head, but it was not like a six minute long song that really goes Get the funk up. Yeah. Yeah. That goes all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and has no point. It. I think that that's why I loved it so much because, like, I mean, that was back when it was on the radio, right? Yeah. Well, and, and that video too. Uh, uh, the video. Uh, well, was... I, I don't know because I live in very. Uh, <laughs> growing up, I lived in very very rural Ontario, uh-huh. so we. We didn't have cable and we didn't have radio. We only had uh, one radio station out of Simcoe, um, <laughs> but they didn't play Bat Dance that much. Right. So, so sometimes I could get a 102.1, um, uh, or was it 102? I don't know. There's a couple of radio stations that sometimes I could get in my bedroom late at night. And I would I would just stay up. And just, <laughs> There's and just a joke wait. there. Uh, Staying up late at night in your bedroom for bat dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like literally just masturbating for bat dance. Play it on the radio. <laughs> Come on, bat dance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like like no, literally. Like, Here's Bon Jovi. Like damn it. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, so I would be very excited when it uh, uh, when it w- would come on because n- nothing like that should be played on the radio. No, no. <laughs> Nothing like this song, because it's just, like, again, like, this whole it is album... Not, yeah, it was not... Like, like what's this song, uh, Party Man? Yeah. Party like, Man, Like, when yeah. you guys were talking about Bat Dance, that was the kind of song I was thinking of in my sure, head. Sure, sure. Like, Party Man, it's like, I thought it was going to be, like, a Batman dance song or something, but that Bat Dance is so weird. Well, yeah, and and, and that was the single. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it was big. Like, yeah. it got a lot of airplay. And long. you and I, like, like blew a minutes. golden opportunity. Casey and I, years and years ago, were out at a bar that had karaoke going on it. And we were flipping through the book, and we came across oh, Bat, yeah, Dance. Bat Dance. How could you carry I don't know. And we either. laughed about it, but we, like, we're idiots that we yeah, didn't put didn't it in just it. to find out. Like, Vicky Vale. Vicky yeah, Vale. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> this town needs an enema. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just lines from the movie. And, and then just, yelling, just poorly, get the funk up. Yeah. interspersed yeah. <laughs> in, uh, over, over half-assed music. I've seen the future, and it will be. No, <laughs> fuck. The future is, is, I, is absolutely terrible, and I had no idea what I was getting into when I put that on. But I'm going to say... <laughs> 
Like I, I'm gonna say when when that really terrible ballad plays before um, uh, Arms of Orion or is whatever. that yeah. the, is that the oh one before Party Man? Uh, when yes, Party Man came on, I was like, I thought this is great. Like <laughs> fucking yeah, fuck, I was, I'm a Party Man. I was like bored. I was doing some work in my room listening to the compact disc you gave me <laughs> last week, and and I was like, I'm, I might. I'm getting, I'm getting feel a little. I want to get, get to move my chair while I do this work. <laughs> I was doing a little funky shoulder swivel. dancing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the I'm funky the swivel, funky the funky computer chair swivel while I'm uh, like editing our show or whatever. This is this is one of the many reasons why I fucking hate Prince. Um, uh, he's a lazy lyricist. He's a very lazy lyricist. Uh, the song How called "Electric Chair." Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if this is laziness so that much song as is just hilarious. fucking stupidity. That song is hilarious. Uh, the lyric is. The music rocked us, our eyes locked, thus, <laughs> making us see a trick. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Happy picture shoe. <laughs> and it's written, the lyrics are, are, are in the, the cassette. Um, and it's written, making us see a trippy picture, S-H-O-O. So, and this is meant to rhyme with the the previous line of uh, uh, all the time I was watching you making us see a trippy picture. Shoot. <laughs> Listen, so, when does he sing it like he? <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. He goes making us see a trippy picture. Shoot. Yeah, you can like, hear like his <laughs> trepidation. He's like, I don't know. Uh. Yeah, like right after, he's so like, it, sorry, it was early. Yeah, is he doing like a up. really big shoe impression? Yeah. No, is no, he? Like, <laughs> I, wish, I wish it was an Ed Sullivan yeah, type Ed thing. Norris, it was just yeah, this <laughs> awkward shoehorning of a of a. So I'd a like rhyme. to hear an album of uh, Prince singing like Ed Sullivan. That'd yeah, I would. I'd listen to that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, just the, the there's a couple of the songs that like they have that '80s beat to it where I'm like, oh, I can get with this, and then and then I hear three more of them, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah I'm done. Yeah. And the ballads are terrible, yeah, so yeah. boring. That, yeah. the, the Arms of Orion was the song that solidified this was going to be my pick for you guys. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I got about 30 seconds into it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. It's, it's uncomfortable. You know, they have to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So because I had to see The mm-hmm. Raven, I get to give you guys an album. And yeah. I kind of forgot that I had to do that or, uh, until, <laughs> until, until today. So I, I was I picked the one that I've had on the top of my mind uh, for a while um, that I've never heard, but I, I've heard is pretty bad. Um, the album is by Kiss, 
Oh, oh no! Music of the from the oh, elder. No, the, uh, Kiss's concept rock album. Oh Jesus from, Christ! I, I think eighty one. Yeah. Uh, the the album that that caused Ace Freely <laughs> to leave the group. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wow! Basically, oh, that's a good pick. Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good pick. I, I I don't much care for Kiss anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here here is their overly pretentious yeah. uh, fantasy themed album. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Oh, Dan Gorman. Yeah. I oh, hate and respect Jesus. you, sir. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. Uh, I, I've kind of had that one. Uh, yeah. It's the only one that I've had in my back pocket. Yeah. So. Shit. <laughs> All right. I feel oh. like, yeah. It's a pretty bad one for, um, I'm assuming, for, for only having to see The Raven, which wasn't painful, but... We'll but see. you just went through uh, a myriad of bad albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good to go to work and not have to like listen to something really shitty all day. Yeah, yeah. See, I my week was really interesting for me because it was the first week in three weeks, almost a month, that I didn't have to watch a bad movie or, or, a or shitty, listen to a terrible album. album. Right? And it was really like I was confused. My whole week was off. <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh, you learned to miss the pain. Everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I guess so we'll roll now. Um, next oh, week man. is a is a big week. Yeah, this one. This is I, I get ang- I get anxiety every time I think about See, this, and it's yeah. been like three weeks of thinking about this. I don't get anxiety about this because um, as bad as it is going to be to miss the Avengers, possibly that's what we're rolling for the good film. Ninety six percent, ninety six percent right now tomatoes. on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Joss Whedon. I mean, yeah. yeah. How can you go wrong? I'm Nothing hoping it's bad great. About this movie. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm not too worried because I'm worried about the week when Prometheus comes out. Yeah, seriously. Oh, like if I get uh, fucked over not seeing Prometheus on the day, like the week it comes out, yeah, that's gonna suck balls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of big ones coming out this summer of, that'll be like this. But this this one is bad because I really want to see the Avengers, but the 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 loser movie, yeah, is maybe the most cruel, yes, that we've had so far. So, yeah, the it, movie is LOL, LOL, starring Siley, Siley Cyrus, Siley, starring Cyril Sneer, Miley Cyrus, and Demi Moore in in um, amazing. Um, this is a 2008. French film, this is the remake of the 2008 uh, French film, I should say, LOL, bracket, laughing out loud, and bracket. Um, uh-uh. Does not look good. <laughs> I, I, I don't literally know almost and nothing about this plot, so I'm yeah. going to read it right now. Yeah, okay. After 17-year-old Lola is dumped by her boyfriend, she sets her sights on his best friend. She begins her sexual awakening and experiments with drugs. During Lola's tribulations, her oblivious 40-year-old mother struggles to move on from her divorce. So it um, sounds like a. Um, it, it sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds like a mixture of of high drama and just. I don't oh, know. I don't God. even know. Just uh, <laughs> you know what it sounds like, Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> yeah, one woman's erotic journey from Milan, from Milan to Mint. <laughs> This this sounds like one of those pictures where where it's like no I'm not a Disney uh, yeah I'm gonna make a hard hitting drama uh, but it's gonna be really shitty and cheesy yeah you know of course Um, uh, the reception has has such been so far been pretty bad yeah uh, looking at. Oh God! So. I'm so just sick about this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'll roll first this yeah, time. You lost. I've got a streak go. going. It's much more tense for me. Oh, I got a good streak going. I've had to see one bad movie, and that was the first time. Yeah. Uh, and since I've seen all good movies, I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll. Here we go. All right, keep it on the table, table. Gorman. <laughs> Just let it go. Uh, Just on. let it go. What is it? Leave it. It's a one. Oh, oh what? Look, do you see it? Yeah, it's absolutely a one. <laughs> it is absolutely a one, Gorman. Fuck you! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, anything but one. <laughs> Six. Yes, six. Uh, the six. I've seen the Avengers. Five. No. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh my God. Oh, good. Oh. <laughs> <Encore>. Fucking shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. oh I'm dizzy. I'm that dizzy. Did, that was so intense. That does. <laughs> that does not make me LOL. <laughs> oh, that is laugh out loud funny, my yeah, friends. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad that I rolled off the table because I wanted to make a point uh, when I first instigated the, the die rolling with the actual physical die is I don't want any kind of, uh, like, if you roll it and it flies across the room, we let it. Yeah, all right. Yep, that's cool. Because yep. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. Oh, do it again. It fell off the table. Well, I say it lands, it lands. Yeah, all right. fair and enough. And I landed on one off the table, so you did. Yep. I'm going to fucking see oh. LOL. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Ugh. Uh, this is bad news. Well, I'm I'm good now. I'm just gonna I'm phoning in the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm, 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 I'm emotionally checked out. <laughs> yep, yep. All, right. All right, I am very good at this game. Uh, you I'm are super good. Yeah, at this. I hate you. It, it'll come back and get you at the worst time, probably. Yeah, yeah, I hope you don't get to go see Prometheus and whatever it is. That no, we no, figure, because figure out for the worst movie that week. I yeah. will break the fucking rule. Oh, like man. ever since I started to hear about Prometheus, yeah, I'm, no. I'm like curious. I didn't yeah, break yeah. the rule. I, I put myself way. on a media blackout. I don't read any articles. The only previews yeah. I'll watch are the ones that I can't avoid, like in the theater. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was saying to Casey before we started recording, uh, I was gonna go see. Uh, the Raven today, and then double feature it with the five-year engagement, and just not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then we were recording on today, so I had yeah. to I had to bail on that plan. Yeah. So no cheating. No <laughs> I cheating. apologize for I my whole week for my uh, uh, attempted cabin cheating in the in my woods. Brain. Okay, All right. well, let's move on to uh, our album review for the week. Yeah, uh, we're let's do that. We've this been is a good listening album. to Ty Seagal and yes, White sir. Fence. Yep. The album is called Hair. Hair. Uh, it's on Drag City Records. Great yeah. label. Totally. Um, I, this is my uh, first first time I've heard Ty Seagal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to go check out the other albums because I wanted to just stick with this one until we reviewed it. Okay. And then now I'm going to go, obviously, because this album's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's fucking awesome. It's so good. It's fucking... It's ridiculous how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's impressive... Every second of this album is impressive yep. and catchy and mm-hmm. fucking fun. And psychedelic. Okay. Yeah. It's such an authentic 70s sound. Like a, yeah. but, a, 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 but weird. Like we like too weird for the 70s. Oh, for sure. Even, yeah. You know? But it's got it, it, like it, that Beatles, you know, like, like totally. early Beatles, like totally. Rubber yeah. Soul, Revolver, you know, that rock and roll but, sound. But much more. On but the, the production is so much more dirty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's what, mo- mainly the vocals that have that Beatles yeah. thing yeah. going mm-hmm. on. What struck me most about it was, was you're right, like it had the 70s authentic sound but the way that it seems that they've put the album together it almost has like a cut and paste feel to it totally yeah, yeah, yeah. which uh, is which is totally more modern of a sound yeah i can't i'm t- sorry i got to look the, up what the, song it is I think but it's there's the last song where they, where they start cutting between like obviously yeah, different yeah. Take, different takes different takes yeah, of yeah. different songs or different actual into, recordings of that yeah, song and yeah, then like turning cool. it into a song yeah. in its own right yeah that like, was fucking. I really go cool. crazy the for. Uh, it was the end of. Yeah, the that's yeah. a great song. Yeah, uh, 
uh, uh, track two. Um, yes. Uh, I'm not a game. Yeah. Holy shit. I can't get enough of that song. The way that the weird kind of counter rhythm of the guitars and that weird organ riff. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, that organ riff see, is awesome. It's so uncomfortable, but outrageously catchy at the same time. It's yeah. So, like it shouldn't fit together, but it just somehow does. You know, oh For my me, God, I that think tune. It's the, the track right after that, Easy Rider. Oh, Easy Rider's uh, good. Yeah. Easy Rider is it's awesome. Just, just sounds like an instant hit to me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But this is like one of those albums, like, you could say that pretty much about every song. Yeah. Everyone, when it comes on, I'm like, oh, like, Cry Baby? Holy yeah. fuck, yes. is that a good tune? Yeah. Oh, it's just a fun and well put together, well written album. You and know? not overly, it, like, it, it doesn't sound, and I mean this in the best possible way, it doesn't sound overly thought out. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, it sounds That's like what I was thinking. There are some really solid ideas, and it's just like, okay, this is the idea, let's just fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Ty Seagal is a superb songwriter. You know? He's a great And he's, been, he's so good at what he does that he's been able to, he can do stuff like this, but his main draw, his main crowd is a punk crowd. Yeah. yeah. With his, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the super fuzzed out stuff he usually does the, the uber garage i mean he's been getting a little more poppy ish i don't want to call him poppy but no. over the last couple of albums like easing people into it but he hasn't lost any of that core group uh, yeah. of, of followers you well know. there's nothing uh, alienating anybody like there, there's no softening or, or no uh, no and i mean he plays his shit hard no matter how he does win. Mm. i've seen him twice live and he's fucking amazing i've yet to see him live yeah. he's, he's really at the horseshoe uh horseshoe in june but it's sold out but i hear he's coming back to toronto in september oh, for if his new album anyone listening outside of toronto if you get a chance go see yeah. Live yeah. Um, and go get his album melted because it will that album, yeah, that album ruin your mind like it's so a master i'm gonna go get the other albums but um um, I mean, they're all good, but Melted's my favorite. Back to what you said about it not being too thought out. Um, I totally thought that because on my way here, I was listening to it, and I kept thinking, this sounds like a really, really tight band that are are just jamming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, 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 I mean, it's 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 thought out enough that obviously they've, I don't know, there's just this weird thing where you're like, this sounds like a really tight band jamming in their space and recording it really for like really well yeah but there's something about it like that i don't know like how much they must have pre-planned or whatever but they're fucking great it's not when i say they're just jamming it's not a noodly album or no no no, no because this, these this, are these are actual riffs yeah. but it does sound like somebody's just thinking up really yeah, cool yeah. riffs but it, it feels sounds like really they're all on the same yeah. it sounds yeah. like they're all on the same wavelength yeah. like they all just oh, think yeah. oh this is where the song's going we did it yeah perfectly yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's uh it's a really, really special album, I think, yeah. and I'm going to be spending a hell of a lot of time with totally. it. This oh, absolutely. And for people who prefer uh, Ty Seagal's uh, more aggressive sound, uh, he has uh, an album coming out, I believe, in the end of June. Yeah. Um, for the first time under the name Ty Seagal Band, because he usually just solo, oh, but this is the first time he's recording with, yeah, mm-hmm. with his touring band. The album's called Slaughterhouse, and it promises to be a fuzzed-out nightmare. It's coming out so. on uh, In the Red, <laughs> which is another fucking great album yeah. uh, record company. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think Ty Seagal is one of the most uh, you know, fantastic musician songwriters going around today. I'd yeah. like to see him. I'd like to see him uh, uh, gain a wider audience. Yeah. And, well, I think um, he's getting there because yeah, he played. You know, I, 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 you can tell by what venue he plays. Well, when yeah, he, comes he was to at, he was at Parts and Labor the last time he was through. Was he yeah, not? yeah, and okay. the time before that was at Rancho. Uh, is that right? He yeah, played yeah. Here? I saw him. I saw him here at Rancho, and he was playing. But every time I've seen him, he's playing with uh, Teen Anger. Which, uh, if you don't know Teen Anger, oh, they are go great. check them. Teen Anger's fucking awesome. Teen Anger, awesome. And they're Toronto like band. they don't really sound like Ty Seagal, no. but it's a perfect mixture. That's it's a great show, and I think the Horseshoe has Teen Anger on it as well. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, that's just another really fucking cool band for people out there. Go listen to Teen Anger. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think they have a new album out, don't they? Sooner or, or yeah, I think or it's think coming so. soon. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have two of theirs on vinyl, and they're great. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, Ty Seagal, you know, I just I'm curious to see where he's going to go. But he's playing bigger and bigger venues as he's coming through. So I think mm-hmm. the word's getting out, and if anyone sees him live, they get the idea. Or I don't know if I'm ever. Uh, you know, at work or at, at home, people are around, and I throw one of his albums on. Everyone asks what the fuck it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. Because it's 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 really relatable music. Like whether totally. you like that sort of like punk ethic in your classic rock and roll sound, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 there's something for everyone to like. Totally. Um, yeah. No, yeah, Melted was my favorite album in 2010, without question. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah. Album. Now, yeah. now that I have yeah. the, this one and I love it, I'm gonna go get it. Go yeah, get, get that. Get lemons. Like he's, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Ty Seagal and White Fence is the album. Hair, uh, hair. get it? Yeah. It's awesome. It's fantastic. And again, summer music. <laughs> yeah, great summer music. Again, we're we getting a lot of yeah. All of our summer music kick. It <laughs> totally. Is, it is I was, yeah. Music. We'll we'll make a nice little summer music playlist yes. for everyone in a yeah, few we're episodes. Yeah, do that. Oh yeah, in, within the idea. next episode or two. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I guess now we'll uh, round out the show with a game of Hero Swap. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Phil, hero hero swap is uh, our our fairly new segment. Yeah, we've got two cups here. Yep. One is uh one is filled. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I immediately was searching for a two girls one cup. Okay. There, but, uh, I thought maybe. I, fi- I figure it might be a little dated now. Yeah. <laughs> two cups here, and then the one uh, we have some scenarios from popular mm-hmm. '80s and otherwise action films. Yeah. Uh, and in the other cup, we have some action star characters yeah. from other uh, some of the same movies, some of the different movies. Yeah. Um, and basically, what we're going to do is pick one from each at random. At random, and see uh, see if they'll sur- if see if we can argue about if this person would survive or not. Yeah, and I, I bet we can. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, and uh, so uh, whatever uh, reality the character comes from, whatever they're capable of in that movie, that's, that's yeah, that's what they can do. Yeah, as fantastical as it may seem. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll let try and take that into account. Um, so let's pick a scenario. All right. Do it. What's the, what's Do it. the scenario? Oh, yeah. Here, Here we, we go, go, yo. yo. I got Here one. Go, yo. Our scenario is, ooh, we're going to the Antarctic to see if we can survive the, the thing. thing. Oh, I was hoping this one would come yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. All right. And so going to the Antarctic... Is <laughs> I don't know what that sound is. Are you a cat? I'm a kitty. He's a kitty. I'm a kitty who's really excited about this game. Oh man, I pulled a wonderful one. It's Action Jackson. Action Jackson in the Antarctic. Oh man, fighting the thing. Okay. So if you've never heard of Action Jackson, right? Greg will. Yeah, I've seen Action Jackson a bunch of times. It's a, a Carl Weathers vehicle. Yeah. Um, Over the past couple of years, I've only seen it with the sound off because right. we watch it here Me at too. work yeah. all too. the time. I have it on DVD as well. Uh, oh, and so Action Jackson, it's a failed vehicle. I don't know why because it's actually pretty fun. It's a fun action it's movie. It's a great Hilarious. movie, and he's fucking awesome. Totally. And like, who doesn't like Carl most, Weathers? Yeah, most people know Carl Weathers from either uh, either Arrested Development, yeah. playing himself, yeah. or uh, the Rocky series as Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. Or some from Predator. 
Anyway, Carl, uh, Carl Weathers is badass. He has the most awesome speaking voice in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because some damn fool accused you of being the best. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just pause to think if that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how he talks. Um, uh, yeah, I, if, I, if I could pull it off, I would talk like that all, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think you should try. Uh, and I will give Action Jackson credit for having uh, one of the best gonna kill a guy one-liners oh absolutely they have uh, the bad guys have action jackson chained up and they've got a blowtorch and oh, they're no. like we're gonna have a <laughs> we're gonna have a barbecue and it's okay dan it's just a movie. i'm worried already <laughs> and so they've got the blowtorch and the bad guys like we're gonna have us a barbecue and then action jackson's buddy jumps out from behind something and frees him and they fight and there's a big fight and then action jackson has a grenade launcher and he finds yeah, that yeah. he kills all these guys yeah. and then there's the last guy and he's looking at him with the grenade launcher and he goes, barbecue, huh? How do you like your ribs? And then shoots him in the ribs with a grenade launcher. The guy explodes. Yeah. And then the explosion fades into the next scene, which is ribs on a barbecue. Like, yeah. Just, barbecue. Just, that is amazing. Uh, how yeah. do you like your ribs? Okay. And he's, action, go, and he's going to uh, Antarctica. He is going. Now, his, his special attributes, Action Jackson, is a super cop. Yeah. He's yeah. from that genre of film. And his character's background is he is a former track star yeah. and Harvard-educated. Yes, yeah. he's a hyper-intelligent. Uh, uh, should be machine. shouldn't just be a beat cop, but no. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he likes the action. Yeah, hence the name, which so, is why he's named okay. Jackson. In in the thing, who was the first person to die? Refresh memory. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Uh, was it when did when does? Uh, I'm trying to think when did the, when do is, they realize? Is the thing uh, the one of the movies where they killed the black guy first? Is basically what I'm trying to no do. no. no Keith David, there's uh, two black guys. Uh, uh, because I couldn't David remember if the right stoner the guy end. died yeah. early or not. And I might be thinking of the new one where they no. killed the black guy first. Yeah, I no, didn't no, no. see the new one. No, the stoner guy, guy on the roller yeah, skates? Yeah, 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 he makes it a while. Because okay. uh, the, the, the red-bearded balding guy is one of the first, yeah. if not the first. He is the first. Yeah, because yeah, the thing is from that era where every, every time you see a horror yeah, movie, yeah. that's what happened. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah that no, might kill any. Like, that might just be, you're out. Yeah. No, there were no rules as far as when it came out. The thing was kind of a game-changer movie even though it was a failure at the time um and would actually garmin would you like to give a background on the thing just the scenario just so uh people who, at home who have not seen it or haven't seen it recently know uh what yeah the well the thing is. uh the thing takes place in antarctica there is a crew of uh what would you call them um, they're researchers researchers yeah, yeah. um they they Doctors, basically scientists yeah you know. they find a a quote-unquote thing in the Wolf ice right and they bring it back to their research base and it melts and uh, it turns out it's an it's an alien type creature that can take over. Well, it's the dog, really. That yes, yeah. actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. The dog and, makes its way. Yeah, the dog comes in. Uh, the dog, by the way, uh, one of the best acting performances by a dog, and in the film. Yeah, oh, or, so, by a dog, or I've seen uh, people much worse than that dog. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, there's a creature on the loose, and it can uh, take the shape of anyone. Yeah. Uh, that is around you, so nobody knows who is the thing. Yeah. Right. It's a lot of uh, paranoia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Action Jackson, what do you think? Uh, he's pretty smart. Yeah, he like he's smart. super what... smart, and he's super badass, and he doesn't he doesn't like overthink when he doesn't need to. I, I, my immediate reaction. I mean, I don't want to j- just skip to the end here, but my immediate reaction is that he makes it. Um, uh, it is this a this is a good one. Now, to be noted, to be noted, in the original thing, uh, no one makes nobody it. makes it. This is exactly. Like, but they is... stop it. Uh, right. That's the thing. They freeze, refreeze the thing. Sorry for the spoilers, but they do. <laughs> well, sorry for the stories from a movie from 1979? <laughs> 1980. Uh, 1980. Yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, like I immediately want to say say that Action Jackson makes it because I can't picture Action Jackson dying. Yeah, you know, like I, I, know. I can't picture him him not making <laughs> no. anything. But again, yeah, in the reality of the movie, nobody makes it. Yeah. Now his physical attributes, the, the running and the strength and stuff, mm-hmm. no good to him. They, no, no, because it's a claustrophobic. Yeah, there's nowhere to totally. run. There's no, yeah, no, no point in but, running. But he gets. But I mean, like that. It does kind of play a part. Not not in terms of running, I guess, but I mean being strong and and, and it helps. Have, it helps yeah, for maybe intimidation. Yeah, but uh, I think like okay, here's the thing. I think Kurt Russell's character Mac, he makes it to the end and it, he dies, mm-hmm. but it, but it's by sacrificing himself, and mm-hmm. he realizes at a point that he's got to die. Mm-hmm. And now this is me knowing too much about the thing, but yeah. the actual background on his character is he's a for, he's a Vietnam vet. Okay, he's a, he a chopper pilot and op. so he's got this kind of dead man quality about him through the whole movie. He's right. an alcoholic. He's yeah. just sort of gone already. Right. So I think he's willing to sacrifice himself and kind of has that mentality that he'll kill everyone there yeah. mm-hmm. if he needs to. But Action Jackson doesn't have No, that. he's more, he's got to save the day and, yeah. you know, get the fuck out and go yeah. fight Craig I think, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, think, um, I, I think we all have to go and fight, fight Craig, Craig Nelson, Nelson at some point. I think that <laughs> might you don't hurt think his that chances. that is going to hurt but, his chances. Yeah. Okay, so he's got that survival instinct, but you don't think that Action Jackson has that sort of like altruism to him that he would sacrifice himself for the good of mankind? I think he might sacrifice himself, but I don't know if he would allow the sacrifice of others. Of others. You know what? I think he's from the type of, like, like he's for, of the mindset that it's never over. You yeah. You know, like in, in that kind of an 80s action movie, it's like it doesn't matter what is being thrown at me. I'm going to... Continue Persever to push through and, and save the day, and yeah, I think yeah. that will ultimately be his end. I think he will just—he's yeah. he's stubborn in his '80s cop uh, uh, ways. Right, yeah. right. He'll I die. Think, he'll die he'll as die, a result of his altruism. I think, but right. I think what's going to happen. This is my final verdict: is he will survive the Antarctic situation out with the other doctors. Everyone else will die. He'll be the last one. Yeah, but. His need to save the day yeah. and persevere is going to cause the alien, the thing, yeah. to make it to the world populace, and we all die. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, now, now, I think the on. world ends if yes. Action Jackson's in the thing. I agree. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Totally agree. Let me let me just go back now because you say you know like there's this uh, uh, Action Jackson you know won't allow. Uh, innocent people to die, but there is a point in Action Jackson where somebody's driving a car directly at him, and he tries sort of deeks out the car, jumps over the car, and the car flies into traffic. This is true. Uh, uh, possibly killing everyone in Hong Kong. It actually traffic. flies into a storefront. Fly, uh, yeah. Flies into a storefront, yeah. but like through through traffic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I but don't know. I mean, it's also to save himself because he jumps over the damn thing. Yeah, right. So I, again, this is I think this is just another case where Action Jackson's arrogance causes pain for others. <laughs> <laughs> Next on Donahue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree. Uh, I see this, this situation ending with everyone is dead. He is standing in front of the big monster of the thing. And yeah. He's got a one-liner, and he's going to try and say it, but the thing is just going to It's too much. Yeah, it's just going to take all him over. Just because the thing isn't him, uh, just one person at a time. Yeah. It becomes many. Yeah. Right. Because they discover when it's when it was when they catch it trying to uh, uh, it went in the dog pen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't trying to become uh, one of the other dogs. It was trying to become all of the dogs. Right. So yeah. it, it's just, it's just an ever growing thing, and eventually the entire population yeah. and, and is the thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and ultimately, I think in this situation, you're right. Yeah, it would get out. Yeah, Action Jackson lets us all down. Yeah. Do you disagree? Uh, no, I think you make I think you make cogent points, and mm-hmm. I, I mean I, I hate to, I make Kojak I, points. I, 
but um, I hate to. Uh, I hate to I hate to acquiesce, but I think uh, I think you guys might be right. I think Action Jackson uh, fucks us all in the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Action Jackson. Yeah. Jeez. How, how do you, you like, your, you like ribs? your ribs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys couldn't that, get that. We out. both came up with that, and it doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. at all. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> oh fuck! Yep. All right. All right. Then. Well, all right, well, that was fun. We're we'll, about uh, at an hour. We'll one. do another one of those soon. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, I'm going to have please, to come up with a theme song for uh We do. For Hero, for Hero Swap. Swap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and please, if you if you agree with our uh, yeah, tweet uh, with our verdict, yeah. or if you don't, tweet at us or, or uh, leave it in a review on iTunes. Well, you know mm-hmm. what I'll do? Um, we have a Facebook page now. That's right. Um, so what I'll do is uh, when this episode goes up, Put up a I'll little, put up like a poll, yeah. and anyone on our Facebook page can vote what Very they nice. think would happen. Yeah, and we'll talk about the results next show, yeah. mm-hmm. a- assuming there are some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll just make them up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you can find us on Facebook now, as yeah. well as the Twitter. It's the same as the Twitter. It's uh, S-Y-N-W-P-C. Oh, nicely done, sir. Yeah. Mm. You, you, he said you that succeeded without pausing. I have always <laughs> failed. <laughs> um, so yeah, Facebook.com slash what I just said. <laughs> I'm not so very again, well. Just yeah. in case, <laughs> leave, leave, leave on a high note, Gorman. Yeah, yeah. Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, do we have anything else uh, before we wrap um, it up? Anything else anyone wants to talk about? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have too. I don't have anything. Uh, you know, yeah, you're, good. <laughs> you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, well, okay. I'm sick this? of you assholes. Actually, oh, you know what? I'm going to bring up one one little thing. Uh, you always I, say that. I think oh, this yeah. will be fun Somebody for people that. if you're looking for something to do on uh, May 5th, mm-hmm. which is the Saturday at Rancho. Uh, it's uh, two tribute bands. Uh, one is the Power of Equality, which is a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band, and I heard some of their stuff online. Uh, Wallavik played it for me. It's shockingly accurate. No, and they yeah. played they played old stuff that I liked, like they played Stone Cold Bush. Oh, really? Yeah. So it wasn't just like the mall rock crap that they are now. Yeah, uh, but I mean, they do it. It's it's fucking spot on chilies. And then the other band, I'm actually really excited to see. There's like former members of Blue Rodeo and shit, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, uh, Deuce Springsteen and the Queen Street Band. Yes, They're yeah. uh, Bruce Springsteen tribute band, uh, tribute band, obviously, and uh, uh, apparently they're just fantastic to see. You know, it's a really kick-ass show. But that's at uh, that's Rancho, gonna be crazy. Uh, on what? with another city. What this day? Is, uh, is the middle band. They aren't a tribute band. They're just a band. Okay. Right. What day did you say? May fifth. Okay. It's a Saturday at Rancho. Um, I got one thing to mention too that also takes place on May fifth, but not at night. So okay. you can still do both of these things, and I think I am going to do that. But on Saturday and Sunday of that weekend, May fifth and sixth. It's the Toronto Comic Arts Festival, right? Um, which is something that I've always wanted to go to. It takes place at the, uh, mm. uh, where is it? I think it's the Toronto Public Library, uh, 789 Young Street. It's, um, it's something I've always wanted to go to. It's just basically tons of comic artists come. It's free. Both days are free. It's just like a big convention of, of graphic artists and comic uh, writers, and, and there's going to be a, a ton of cool people there. I'm going to go check it out. So yeah. it's something that I feel like it's free. I mean, if you're into graphic you graphic uh, novels and all that shit, I mean, fucking go check it out. Yeah, totally. Um, 
Yeah. I'm pretty curious about it. And look for us. We'll be there. Yeah. And uh, you, know, you have no idea what we look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the voices very carefully. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the, uh, the the Chili Peppers tribute band and the Springsteen band should be fun. Like, I think it's good too. It'll be interesting to see somebody do the Springsteen shit because I yeah. like it. And then, you know, I, I can indulge my guilty pleasure of the Chili Peppers because I really like old chilies. Mm. I like I like one album. I mean, there, there are I like a couple Mother's songs Milk and Mother's I like Blood Milk Sugar. Uh, and Blood Sugar Sex Magic. It, is one of the albums that informed my, you know, my oh, sure. youth. Yeah. Uh, and and John Frusciante's work on that album. It's like, great. Rules. Yeah, and Rick Rubin's production is really nice. So yeah. I, I have a guilty uh, associate. Uh, it's not. No, it's not guilty because I loved it when I was yeah. fifteen. That's still a legitimately good album. But yeah, but now with they're just lyrics the worst. that sound like they were written by a horny teenager. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's. Uh, that's that. That's it. You guys can suck my balls. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Internet, please feel free to suck Greg's balls. <laughs> if you see Greg walking down the street, <laughs> feel free to suck his balls. How rude. If you can. <laughs> yeah. If you can catch him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make it easy. <laughs> you got to really try. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You'll be glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a milkshake. Ew. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the St. Patrick's, <laughs> Patrick's Day. I'm shutting this down. St. Patrick's Day milkshake. I'm shutting this down right now. Why, why <laughs> do we... take a turn. Why do we always approve. end up here? Uh, yeah. I'm shutting that, uh, that <laughs> bit down. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> We're going to go now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As See usual, Internet, we're very sorry. Bye-bye. Yeah. Goodbye, Internet. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.